This is Horribly Off Topic, episode number 259. I'm Chris. I'm Steve. Did I say, did I miss, I, that was exactly what I'm supposed to do, right? I didn't mess right. it up. Right, yeah, that's fine. I just, you know, I wanted to take a more, uh, a little bit more of a pause there. Oh, okay. Just, just to, to make people think that uh, maybe their uh, podcast app was malfunctioning or... Oh that uh, they needed to tune their dial on the radio station because we had oh, dead air. Dead air. See, that's uh, something that, that people in radio were concerned with, like at least managers mm. of radio stations. WNBC. Well, you, the, you don't want dead air because people will be like, well, there's nothing going on on this station. I'll change it. Right. That's not so much a thing with podcasts, you think? Or you think there's still a... You think... Well, the, if the you radio live, roots of podcasts, do they show through in the the not wanting to have dead air? Yeah, I think I think that's very true. I think folks that maybe are our age and and older that do podcasts mm. uh, are are sort of hyper aware of those at least that studied the media, right? Uh, or that did any college radio or something like that. So yeah. fo- folks of that variety, I think, are are of very which, aware of, the, of which you would be one. You, right. you studied you, the media. I studied the media. You did college radio as well. I, I did college radio. I wouldn't say that I studied. I, I wouldn't say that I was... Uh, yeah, but you were aware to not fucking just be like... Yeah, I, <laughs> that, that, that I tended not to... I mean, my, my, uh, my roommate, uh, who was my... Uh, may he rest in peace, uh, was my um, co-host for most of my college radio run. And he was much more aware of those sorts of things, being a a somewhat older student uh, who had uh, probably done some college radio here and there before transferring to Yield Bradford. So he kind of kept me in line and, and uh, tried to keep me. He, he was basically the, the you of that, um, although not funny at all. So, I mean, you're so he was, like, he was like me, only not funny. He was like you, only not funny. So what uh, was left? That, well, the part that that keeps me in line. Right? Oh, OK. Uh, y- you know, the part that says, well, I don't know if we want to get into this. this. I wouldn't mind talking about uh, like early college radio mm. because like uh, I remember WDJM 91.3 FM in Framingham. Yes. The nipples of college radio. Yes. Um, it's been a while since we've talked about the nipples of college radio. Well, yeah. I mean, when I started, like, because there was like a, a board meeting, I think on, I think it might have been on Wednesdays uh, mm-hmm. in the afternoon sometime. And so basically, you, we went, you go to the board meeting and, and then you're just like, uh, I'm so and so. I want to be a part of the club because it was a club. Right. Yep. Uh, on campus. And so, you know, it had, we had a president because, like, you know, or station manager or whatever that, and then like subsequent other, people involved in the organization i did hold an office uh my last semester i was the uh dj representative which was basically a nothing job Mm. Uh, where did you represent the djs do like in meetings with the other managers or so uh if there was in this this actually did happen uh Mm. in in discipline disciplinary hearings oh um, oh, I, that kind of represented. I, I was, uh, I was the basically the. Uh, Did they impeach the uh, the station manager? No, no, no. Um, I was, I was the representative of the the accused or the the, the person right. that was uh, that was in trouble. Basically, gotcha. I was their, I was their uh, their court advocate, a, their court appointed attorney. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Having no understanding of the law. Right. And uh, yeah, I did have to do that once, and mm-hmm. uh, it was actually my buddy and. Uh, 
did you did you win the case? If um, you don't mind me asking. Uh, technically, yes. Okay. Um, because like uh, there was there was some conver- like you know there was he 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 did his own defense. Right. Um, and uh, there was some talks afterwards, and uh, you know they, they so you were like they, his second. You know, like like in the, in the good old dueling days, you'd have a second. Yeah, you the second is really only there to to you know maybe stop the fight from happening. It should kind of be the backup, but the, it's really the guys with the guns or, so like the, or the, the microphones who do all the. A lot of the executive talk. board, not not the the uh, the station manager, but mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the executive board did not like him. Okay, and uh, they wanted to kick him off the uh, kick him off the air, and I was you know. Obviously, being friends with him, I, right. I was I was more than a little biased, and uh, he, uh, you know, he was he was he was my baby mm-hmm. <laughs> in in this situation. So right. uh, I talked them down from kicking him off the air to uh, a one show suspension, and then he had to write a letter or something like that. Okay, so what happened? This this has me curious. So they give him a one show suspension, so he just doesn't show up for that week, and somebody else gets his spot. Uh, yeah, either that or it's just whatever. I, I think I forget what we had on. It was it was some. I think it was reading for the blind. Okay, was what what was on oh. when there wasn't a radio show on. Okay, so uh, so there was something. There was bro- something was broadcast out gotcha. of our. But uh, yeah, it was sort of like you know a, a service, and then. Uh, if you were really into the book and you were blind and you were you were you were listening to the station all ready to hear the next chapter and then fucking one of us fucking knobs came on <laughs> like fuck see that 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 is pretty mean I, what i was thinking is you know depending on the severity of the punishment if if it if you didn't have a a backup plan like that. He had a late night show, so it's doubtful that we okay. got somebody to fill a spot for just one week. Right. It, but what I, what I say, like, if 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 that was the situation, you know, would it be that they reached out to somebody they knew that he hated, um, as like as part of the punishment? That's like, not only do you not get to be on the air for a week, but so and so, who's like your arch nemesis, is going to take your spot. And maybe if they do better, you know, maybe you don't get your spot anymore. If, if it was a sort of a more prime real estate um a time when people are actually you know he had my listening. old time slot which was mm-hmm. thursdays 10 to midnight and yeah. I, I i had switched to wednesdays 10 to midnight and right that was uh uh and he he did have i think like when he first started he had like there's there's a documentary on it it's called american sexmatic look it up I, I, all right <laughs> it, it is it is very there's uh it's 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 one of those uh Based on a true story, kind of, and okay. I, I play a prominent role as myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this yeah. is available on on the interweb. I don't know; <laughs> it right. might be. Mm-hmm. But the, the 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 him getting in trouble trial was. Ah, uh, okay. I think uh, a lot of what was happening uh, was they were filming the movie. Yeah, and they were you know in in the studio, and they they might or may or may not have been broadcasting. I have no idea. They were, but they were mm-hmm. filming a lot, and then like they had this little sign yeah. in the window that said "sex." Okay, so like this documentary was like the uh, the the deep impact to the People versus Larry Flint's Armageddon, right? Sure. <laughs> I tr- but I tried really to hard go, to make that make sense. To go back a little further, uh-huh. back when I started mm-hmm. at the station, so you had to you had to like sit in on a radio show. Okay. 
and uh, and for training. Yeah. So yeah. basically, it was. It, it, I think you had to do a certain amount of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do it. You know, like all in one week, you could go on every show that would okay. have you. Uh, and and you could do it. And so it's then, like a, a pilot or a driver, like earning their their permit. It's this, that same sort of thing. You have to hit a certain number of hours, um, and then you're good. Right. And then okay. so and once you do that, they do a, a radio test. Basically, okay. they 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 give you a portion. Whoever you're testing out with it gives you gives you a portion of your show. I think it was either a half an hour or something like that. Right. Of the show to do. Like that you can, that you can work the equipment, you can not be a complete buffoon on the air. That you can actually <laughs> yep. and not have an extreme amount of dead air. Right. Um, and I remember so like the guy I trained with, his I think his name was Ron, mm-hmm. and I did most of mine with him. And then uh, I started. Uh, so I did since I only did his show. It took me the an entire semester basically to finish up. And then like by the right. the the spring semester of that year, I was uh, I was had my own show. Mm-hmm. The simulated itch relief. Right. It had the in it. I that. well, actually, no. The, the poster says simulated itch oh, relief. Okay. But, right. But it, it was like. Well, I didn't know if it was like a weird David Lynch thing. When when David Lynch had uh, Nine Inch Nails on uh, the the newer version of Twin Peaks <clears throat> in the last couple of years to like highlight the fact that it was an alternate universe kind of thing. They were not just Nine Inch Nails. They were the Nine Inch Nails. So oh. I didn't know if. Way back in the day, you were the simulated itch relief. No, it was it was simulated itch. Okay, got it. Uh, the but so yeah, I did the show, um, and then there was this one guy. His name was Bill. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember his last name, so even if I did, uh, I, I couldn't say. But he was terrible. Bill Bleepston. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what his freaking name is, but he was terrible. And like he okay. had, he had trained with almost every. DJ we had at the station. <laughs> Do they all have similar things to say about him? And and I I you know, I, I think I had only had one trainee mm-hmm. uh, at that point uh, that had come through. Yeah. Um but I was sort of a hard ass. Mm-hmm. And I think they I, I the way I I and, but you know, the the person that trained with me did well. Right. And so it was fine, but like they I think it, I had a, a bit of a reputation mm-hmm. that I wasn't going to just be like, okay, go and do a radio show now. Right. But like so he basically i think it was the uh the guy that was the the it was a different station manager at the time mm-hmm. than the one that it was the, over the proceedings and whatnot right uh and he was like steve can you take care of this guy for us he was just like <laughs> like he was a fucking mob boss can you take care of this guy for me and i'm like sure so he, i had him on the show i had him sit in like you know like because i think this was still maybe in the era that tim was still coming to the show okay uh, so it was, Tim was my co-host for a while, and then he, at a certain point, decided that he didn't want to come and do the show anymore. He just wanted to stay at Bennigan's and drink. So he'd come out and hang out with us before the show, but then when it was time to go back to the to, to campus... and To Bennigan's. Yeah, he would be at Bennigan's and just yeah. stay there. <laughs> and then, so we'd, I'd, I'd go, and then, you know, sometimes I'd zip back and, and hang out for last call with him right. after the show. Got it. Um, but then after that, Kira was my co-host. Okay. She was, she was, she was actually a big fan of the show and I'm mm-hmm. like, I have absolutely no idea why. <laughs> um, and so she, uh, she took, uh, the second chair after, uh, after yeah. Tim left. So this might've been around the time where like, we didn't not quite have Kira yet. So maybe I gotcha. just didn't have a second yet or maybe, but I, I usually had somebody else on the show because, right. Doing a talk show. Very hard. For, for, you know, I didn't, I, I did play music. That was basically 
my commercials. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did have to pay, play PSAs. Um, right. This is, you know, legality of like doing a non-for-profit radio station kind of thing. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. But then, so I had him on. I even had him sit in the chair, had him talk to him a little bit. And I, and I was like, are you ready to test out tonight? And he's like, mm. well, I don't know. I should wait another. And I'm like, I don't, I didn't say this, but I'm like, <laughs> I don't want you at my show another goddamn week. I want you. So out. you are, you, you are, you are testing out tonight yep. or you're not right, but you're not coming back here. Yeah. And no one else wants to, well, I didn't say this either, but no one else <laughs> wants to train you. So you, this right. is your last chance basically. This is it. So uh, I think I was like, all right, um, at the, the 11 o'clock hour, you're going to go yeah. on and, um, and I'm going to go sit in the office and I'm going to listen. Right. So, you know, I, you know, during songs, I was telling them all the things that you're supposed to tell them. Yep. And uh, I think I'm sure people trained him on the equipment and all the, hmm. the we had to take readings on the, on the, on the the tower readings. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. Yep. Just make sure that the signal's getting out. Or, right. Yeah. Okay. We'll just yep. make sure that that's outputting what it's supposed to. Right. And just, okay. you know, we're, I think for FCC uh, reasons, we had to, you know, keep a log of all that stuff. Okay. And I'm sure they yep. never actually checked it. <laughs> um, but we took the log because it was important. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, uh, 11 o'clock, I fucked off into the office. Yep. I uh, turned the radio on in there and shut the door and, uh, I played a song, and as the song ends, what did I hear? Dead air. Of course. <laughs> and I gave him another, like you know, I, as much as I was being a hard ass, I gave him a little bit of a chance because right. once that door is shut, I'm not supposed to open it again until the yeah. test is over. I popped my head in, and I was like, "You have to talk." <laughs> was that on the? <laughs> it probably was. <laughs> so he started mumbling a little bit, and then he, he yeah. played and. I, he he didn't say much and then he, yeah. he played a song and i think he screwed that up too oh, and God. then like um so I, I i like about maybe 10 minutes in i was just like i'm sorry dude i'm gonna have to fail you and yes yeah. this, this is it this is the end of the line right your your future in in college radio has is, just died is, is, is over. with me <laughs> um <laughs> but then like uh what was it uh i remember I, my last couple of semesters i had um I had Rob and Tatsu mm-hmm. as as my my trainees. Yeah, but they ended up not wanting to do their own show. Okay, so they just stayed were coming on my show, and then I just started calling them my interns. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to give you a certain amount of power. I mean, aside from being the the uh, uh, what did you uh, the, not DJ advocate? What, what was DJ your position? representative? DJ representative. Yeah. Um, you also had some interns. That's, that's, that's a, see, I feel like you did it right. But my, my perspective on, on it would be, so our, and I, I know I've shared this before, but people may not remember. And, and I may have shared it, you know, bits I probably and shared all that shit before, but no, a lot of that was, I, I do not remember. Most, oh, cool. Wow. I, that felt brand new to me. So cool. Either I completely blacked out on a previous episode or. I mean, if Brian, Brian probably remembers all that shit because he was yeah. part of the radio station. Right. Um, what I was going to say, and I, uh, is, you know, our call, uh, call sign call letters, uh, at, um, Bradford were a W H A T, uh, what, right. And, uh, I don't know if this, did you say like, was the, was the, the catch, uh, was, there, there, was it what's up Bradford there, college? There, there was, there was nothing. I, 
everything that's so for for the listener out there everything that's the seen, listener yeah <laughs> for the <laughs> listeners oh gosh um for the listeners out there uh everything that steve just said about every sort of level of professionalism that you described which you might view as not that professional uh, was completely absent from our uh, college radio station and I mean, radio th- experience. Let let me get this. Uh, just make this absolutely clear. I mean, this is th- right. this ra- or this podcast has been yeah. one hundred times more professional than we ever were <laughs> on WDJM, and I think nine times or right. so. Let's just say ninety-five times out of a hundred. Right. We were drunk. <laughs> okay, but because like we 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 were. We would get a good, a decent buzz, not not enough to to get complete. There, there was a couple of times where you know I I didn't drive and right. had got completely blackout drunk. And those shows, I have one recorded. I can't make it more than two minutes in before I shut it the fuck off. Um, but a majority of our shows, we we had at least a little bit of stuff going into the studio, and right. then we would often go to Super Discount Liquors across Route Nine, uh-huh. uh, which I think is not there anymore. Right. Um, but it might it might still be. Yeah. Uh, we would get at least one, if not two, forties to the drink show. during the show. Oh, okay. And if we didn't drink during the show, that's when we would uh, we would zip back to Bennigan's and to go Bennigan. and hang with uh, Tim for last call. So I get all that, <laughs> but when it comes to when I think about the uh, the quote unquote training that I received before going on the air, uh, there was a guy named Damien, and it's not that Damien didn't want to train me. But Damien was kind of like he thought it was all for him. No, no, no. Damien was kind of it was kind of hands off and and that was an omen reference. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> me, 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 not getting references because I'm an un- would... uncultured fuck. Well, whoever whoever laughed, <laughs> they got it. Um, so I'm pretty sure it was Damien, and Damien was on uh, right before I was, and so I went in there, and Damien showed me. Um, how to play, you know, how to play a tape, how to play a CD, um, how to play a record, and how to move the mic up and down. basically the the bare minimum. And I think if I don't know, maybe I'm remembering. And I think if if I'd asked for more help, Damien probably would have stuck around. He was a good guy, but it was just like, <clears throat> all right, here's the basics. Uh, I'm out. Uh, and he went off and smoked a bowl or got drunk or whatever it is that he uh, he did afterwards. Um, and then I was on the air. And so my first uh, few are, were terrible. My roommate came on and he kind of uh, helped me a little bit with the uh, with the professionalism. But what I remember the most about our radio station was that it was kind of the Wild West. And, and part of that stems from what our call sign or call letters supposedly stood for, which was we have a transmitter. Um, well, yeah, we didn't have like a, an incredible broadcasting range. I think we might have reached. So, Framingham State is—I don't know how it, it, it could—it could reach. I think most of the town of Framingham, or right. actually, I think it's a city now. But at the time, it was a town. <laughs> right. I think it reached most of the town of Framingham, uh-huh. uh, and then it, it started cutting out. I think once we you you got to four ninety five, like okay, yeah, from. From from Route, the, from Route Nine. Well, getting local for you, kids. So our uh, the power of our transmitter was such that you could not hear the radio station in the building it was being broadcast from, which was the main building on campus. Wow. Uh, but you could in, on a on a lucky day hear it down at Exit Forty Eight, uh, getting onto Four Ninety Five. 
Um, so just sit in the rest area. You could. Well, my dad and I would catch it sometimes. If he came to pick me up or whatever, you know, he'd have it on, um, and we'd uh, we'd be out by the highway and we'd be able to hear it. But there were people in uh, Academy Hall where the radio station was on the top floor and they could not uh, they could not hear the show. I remember growing up, I could get WJUL, which is uh, the, is the Lowell? UMass Lowell yeah. radio station. I can me- I remember being able to get that. Uh, like pretty well it, remember, all around the general area. So they must've had a decent. Yeah. I remember being able to get them um, back when I, uh, back when I was first driving and I'd be chewing uh, through the stations and whatnot. Um, but, but the, the other thing I wanted to say about professionalism is that my um, junior or senior year of college, uh, somebody came in who, and I don't know if it was a combination of people who were professors um in the various communications and media departments, um, somebody who worked in the computer lab, and then like a couple of people who, I don't know, a couple of students who felt a little bit higher than the rest of us. And they all wanted... uh, No, no, uh, uh, superior to the rest of us. Uh, And they all wanted to deeply professionalize the whole thing and and basically establish um, exactly the kind of... They, as a baseline of what you were describing, you know, you got to be on the air a certain amount of times. There has to be a certain level of, of professionalism, you know, all of this stuff. I mean, and, they, 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 they had a list of words you weren't supposed to say, which right. every <laughs> once in a while we went through the entire fucking thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. The FCC was never listening when yeah. we did that. Yeah. Well, and then when you, when you mentioned uh, writing down the, uh, the, you know, checking the frequency and uh, the, of the of the transmitter. What's the frequency, Kenneth? <laughs> There's like none of that. Um, we uh, yeah, and, and of course it was probably part of a um, of a wider thing at the college where people were like, well, you know what? Let's let's make everything a little bit more, um, if not professional, a little bit a little bit better. And then of course, did any of them know or see the writing on the wall that the college was about to close? It was like, yeah, the moment you tried to make that place, How many years after you graduated did it close? Uh, one year. One year? Holy yeah. shit. Yep. I, I graduated in May. Uh, Steph was working there. Um, uh, she went from her work-study job in admissions to getting a job at admissions. And oh, so God. she was working admissions through the summer into the fall. <laughs> up until sucks. Up until like a week before, and it was right before Thanksgiving break that they had the meeting. So, so they, it was the fall t- semester they, so they closed? They announced, they announced it, the closing was going to happen after the May graduation. Oh, okay. Um, so so at least they got it, to finish the year. <laughs> yeah. And they, and they offered options to people who were going to be six months or a year away from graduating that they could go finish somewhere else and still have their Bradford degree. And I think they offered that to everybody, including the freshmen. And it was like, well, you just got here. Why would you care about having a, a Bradford degree? But there were a few stragglers over the next few years, even after the class of 2000, who technically, you know, have a Bradford College degree from 2001 or, or whatever. Um, yeah, so we, the, uh, the good old uh, WHAT, I, I wonder whatever happened to, to that equipment and, and all of that stuff. Do you want to find it and... No. and- I we can out. have we can have a, a we can broadcast out of the house. <laughs> no, I th- I mean I, I threw out um, in in a um, 
during an era when I was uh, super purging, um, I threw out all of my tapes of my... Can uh, we call the this episode super purging? <laughs> we can if you want. I was going to call it your future in college radio, but super purging is, is bad. Um, uh, yeah, so... I do like the other one that you had, too. With, uh, with Your future in college radio? Yeah, I like that better. I'm, 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 I'm get rid of the super purging. I like super purging. You can put that in whatever... Shit that you put in the thing. Speaking of shit, no, not yet. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm not done with. with okay, radio. you talked about the the guy. So this guy was your, your lead in your entire time. Um. Well, he was a year. He might have actually stayed. Uh. uh you know, I was gonna say stayed back. He might have been on the five or six year plan, but um, he was a year ahead of me when we started, and so. At least three out of the four years, but uh, maybe into the fourth year. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, uh, Kira took over my time slot after mm. I left because you know she was still there at least for another year, I think. But yeah. uh, but like I think it was uh, we had Michelle who lives up in Maine now. She did the Rainbow Connection, I believe. She was my lead in mm-hmm. uh, uh, before. Yeah, and then and then after she finished, there was this guy Johnny Woe. Okay. Who did a hip hop show? <laughs> yeah, yep. And one, I, I think I might have told this story on the show before, but uh, if not, it's a good one, so mm-hmm. I'll tell mm-hmm. it again. Uh, the so one time he asked us to get uh, to get. I mean, I, I you know he was obviously twenty one, but he just asked us to pick him up some Captain Morgan. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we did, and so he hung out uh, during our show after right. his show. And uh, him and it was him and his girlfriend were, were hanging out, and they were mm-hmm. you know enjoying their Captain Morgan's rum. Yes, and she was obviously twenty one as well. Yeah, obviously. I mean, there's no question. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they were they were drinking away, and uh, and and Tim, uh, the, the, this was yeah, Tim was definitely there because he was he was trying to hit on his girlfriend, and then <laughs> just like it could not have gotten more negged. <laughs> It was just like every time it was just like, like it would just fall completely flat. Oh. And it was just like, and Johnny, that's, a, that's Wo- a thing of beauty to, to, to watch. And Johnny Woe did Especially with somebody who keeps trying. Yeah. And Johnny <laughs> Woe gave zero shits. He's yeah. like, yeah, nope. She's, she's into me. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, the, the show, I mean, I, at the time I did smoke cigarettes and, mm. uh, so I, I would often, probably about midway through the show, want to have a cigarette. So my cigarette break song was Disco Inferno because it's, uh, okay. it's about 11 and a half minutes long. Right. So it, it enabled me to, you know, uh, take a piss and yep. then go downstairs, have an entire cigarette, and not worry about rushing. I would right. usually get back up yeah. uh, with two, uh, three, in between three, two and three minutes left of the song. Okay. And I would often fade it out and then right. get back on right. the air. Uh, this particular time, as I'm doing this, because Johnny Woe and his girlfriend have disappeared from uh, the radio oh, s- oh, studio. Okay. Um, and are not to do anything untoward, I'm sure. I, well, who knows? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I mean, they are 21, so you know, you, you can't. I are, are uh, the the station at the time was on the the top floor of the campus center. Okay. Which there was classrooms up there, mm-hmm. and. Um, I, so I, I uh, I'm walking down the hall. Yeah. Toward the the bathroom is right near the stairs, mm-hmm. and so I was gonna go to the bathroom, go down the stairs. Uh, uh, as I'm passing by one of the classrooms, I yeah. hear a little bit of a commotion. Oh. Uh, and then I pop my head in, and I'm like, "Hey, what's going on?" And I see Johnny Woe and mm-hmm. 
his lady friend yeah engaged in uh oh 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 that, ooh, okay dear penthouse uh no uh I, <laughs> and you'll uh, never believe what i walked in on one night at the radio station. i mean it was very dark it's not i didn't <laughs> see explicit detail or anything okay. uh but i i did see the shapes of two people being thrust together ah okay gotcha. uh and and so mm-hmm. I, pu- I i did pop my head in and say hey what's going on and not realizing what they were doing <laughs> and he goes hey not much and i'm like <laughs> it just waves and i'm like all right see you later and i kind of you know buzzed off <laughs> is that the closest you've been to a three no don't answer <laughs> Um, yes. Okay. The, the, the answer is yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's way, that's way more fun than the, uh, the closest I've ever been to a threesome, which is a terrible story. Um, <laughs> let's hear but, it. Uh, it's just, I, my, um, my roommate and my best friend, uh, in college, who was, yeah, in college, who was a, uh, who was a woman, uh, they were dating for a while and, um, they would occasionally ride across the room while I was supposed to be asleep. Um, you know. Well, I mean, I, 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 so, I've ha- I have been in the room where my, okay. my roommate was having uh, right, right. relations. Yeah. I don't know that I've walked in on anybody. Not that I can think of. Oh, I remember this one time when I was, this was back when I was North Adams mm. and um, like my roommate and his girlfriend were, were getting it on as mm-hmm. it were. Yeah. And uh, I had to pee so bad. <laughs> so I was just fucking waiting. I'm just, yeah. I'm like, just finish. <laughs> I'm just, I gotta pee. I, I really, I yep. just did not want to get up while they were having sex to, right. to go to the bathroom. So I'm yeah. just kind of like, I'm waiting and I'm like, dude, seriously. <laughs> eventually finished and I'm like, like yeah. a rocket ship into the bathroom so I could piss. Now this wasn't, a, this was not a person who, well, I don't want you to disparage your roommate. I was going to say it, that that situation would feel even more frustrating to me if, if my roommate were traditionally a, a rather fast fellow, if, if you take my meaning, and then this was somehow of, had found the, the stamina of the gods that particular uh, evening. This was only this was a rare occurrence, actually, because yeah. like uh, I imagine he like he uh, when he would hook up, uh, he would often hook up at their place from that point okay. going forward. So right. it, was, uh, it was, it was not an issue. Got it. Uh, but uh, yeah, he Except was not this he, one time. Well, no, there was another time where I didn't have to pee, but I was awake because oh, okay. I, they were loud. Yeah. Uh, and I was just, uh, just pretending to sleep. And then like, yep. he, he definitely put it in her butt and oh, God. she definitely said, ow. <laughs> uh, that's the worst. I mean that, that the one time that I remember um, was I, I the one time you remember having somebody put it in your butt. No, no, just the the one time I remember my roommate and my my friend um, having sex, and I was I woke up. I don't think it was a it was a he was trying to put it in her butt, but um, I think it was. Did he miss? It, it was it was not going well. Um, was was my impression, and uh, <laughs> I I was pretending to be asleep, but also like, I yeah yeah. <laughs> Uh, all you young people Ugh. listening it's it's not worth it because it, unless the the lady pretending to be asleep no the, no it's not worth it trying to to do butt stuff oh, unless butt unless, stuff. Mm-hmm. unless the the person that you're with is into it oh for sure yeah i 
I would hope that would go without saying, but I guess it doesn't. No, but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, but like, you know, it, it's, I, I, I can't speak for women. Right. But I imagine yeah, that yeah. it's a little bit more pleasurable to have vaginal intercourse. I, I would also imagine. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, although I don't know. <laughs> Unless uh, you have a micro penis, in which case it's not bad for either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe that's why she never... Uh, anyway, um, uh, so 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 uh, college radio uh, walking in on yeah that was the year. story was uh, okay. you know I did I think they might have finished while I was having my cigarette so okay so we went back because up there and they were back in the station I didn't I didn't peek in again I wasn't okay. I was, but I, I think they might have bolted and hmm. maybe she was like hey can we fuck someplace more private. <laughs> He was like, "Yeah, I guess <laughs> yeah, that might be a good idea." You know, it's just I, I guess I I didn't hear uh, the, the the Steve's song. What song was it? I I didn't hear Disco Inferno. If I'd heard, I would I would have known to finish. It's not like they played it in the hallways <laughs> in the middle of the fucking night. <laughs> um, so yeah. Speaking of butts, no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to make any kind of transition. So so college radio. Fun times. Speaking of poop coming out of your butt. <laughs> well, I did like part of the, my story was going to the bathroom, so we could okay. Say, there is speaking that. of going to the speaking bathroom, speaking of going to the bathroom, we well, found we found the lead in. Oh, there we go. Um, well, so uh, I guess you guess. Well, not not uh, kind of as a as a lead up because I this come this comes up a little bit later. Um, the uh, the past week was supposed to be kind of a, a um, not down in terms of depressing, but like down in terms of not as much to do uh, because I had the, the, the residency at work uh, and then this coming week, my classes start. And this past week was supposed to be kind of an easy week at work, an easy week for the kids, easy, just an easy week. It was not. Um, last weekend, uh, so almost 10 days ago now at this point, um, Kaylee started coming down with something and we weren't sure what turned out to be strep throat. Uh, and shortly after we realized that she had strep throat, her sister came down with strep throat. Um, so this whole week has been, uh, just sick, sick, sick. And because I had the more flexible schedule, I was, um, I was home with them. Uh, Stephanie had, uh, Stephanie works as, as a teacher. She had parent teacher conferences, couldn't really reschedule those. So I was home every day knocking on wood, washing my hands, like in between, you know, like, I don't know, it had to be like every five minutes I was, I was washing my fucking hands. It, uh, just trying not to get sick um, and knock on, knock on wood uh, still happen. But so we, we get to the end of all that. So and, they're, they're, they're done. They're, they, they got uh, antibiotics. They, they're on imagine? antibiotics. They've been on antibiotics uh, for <clears throat> what? Uh, five, six days, uh, depending on which kid you're talking about. Um, and uh, so yesterday they uh, they're about to head out to uh, Baha'i children's classes. So my, my wife is of the Baha'i faith and the kids go to children's classes, which are like Sunday school. Um, and uh, although theoretically more fun, um, at any rate, uh, they... I, I won't hold my breath with that. <laughs> uh, so they head out for that. But on their way out, um, they're, they're always rushed. This is, uh, this is always like a, a, a the, the 10 most panicky minutes in our house since they've been doing this, which is the entire time they've been alive. 
Uh, the, the, Number 10. The 10 minutes on, on Sunday mornings when Stephanie is like, I, I don't want to disparage my wife, but basically late, waiting until the last minute to basically get, tell the kids they have to get going and expecting, if, this is the definition of, insan of insanity, right? Is doing the same thing every uh, over and over and expecting different results. I think you just disparaged your wife. I, I did. Uh, <laughs> but every fucking week, it's like there's like 10 minutes left. She, they need to get ready and she's like all right time to get ready for children's classes and and if i have not noticed then it's a fucking shit show for pun not they don't know the story yet i know Chris. i know but, but okay so um so anyway so they are scrambling around uh trying to get ready and in my older daughter's um haste uh to get ready she she mixed in a little bit of the kids cough syrup <laughs> No, um, they passed the first test. I didn't go blind. <laughs> I, I don't know the reference. It it's the Simpsons, the Flaming Moe's episode. Mm. Okay, um, so so Kaylee, my older daughter, um, is uh, I don't know if she's putting putting deodorant on while the well the I don't know what is happening exactly. We have. Is uh, it a spray and, deodorant or no? No, is the roll little, on? Stick, little stick roll on deodorant? Um, we had we have until yesterday uh, a basket on the top of the toilet tank because our our entire living situation is cramped. But our bathroom, especially when there's four of us, and it's basically what you'd call a three quarter bath. It does not have a tub, but it does have a stand up shower. Anyway, we have a lot. What's of stuff. the deal with showers? We have a lot of stuff sitting in the basket on top of the toilet tank, and. Kaylee goes to flush and accidentally knocks my wife's deodorant into the toilet bowl while it's flushing. Now, I'm in the other room trying to get Melody ready, my younger daughter, because uh, right now, she, because she's been sick and she hasn't been out of the house much, I'm pretty much the only one she'll listen to, so I'm trying to help her. Next thing I know, Kaylee is crying. She's worried that I'm going to be mad, worried that my father is going to be mad. And I'm, About what? And she's like, I don't even know if she could say it. She's like whimpering and and stephanie says half laughing because it's ridiculous that this happened right yeah um she knocked deodorant into the toilet and we all kind of try to chuckle about it because we figure eh, no big deal um, so what did you do you reach your hand in there and grab it well i wish i had but no so <laughs> they take off and i'm sitting there and i'm uh, in the process of of working on some stuff for my book business my, my author business and then the way that the way that uh, number twos, the way that poops work for me is that generally just out of not out of nowhere, I'm aware that it's getting to be about that time, but it's going to be that time and I need to go. Now, at this point, I have completely forgotten that this story that, that she flushed whatever down the toilet. So I go into so the bathroom. you didn't go to the, the downstairs bathroom. No, you, no. I went right room. into my bathroom, which is right there, right next to where I was working. Uh, sit down. Um, it's over in a jiff. Uh, do do my business of wiping and uh, you know pull up my pants, pull you know whatever order you know flush the toilet and and go over to wash my hands. And it's as I'm washing my hands that I go, oh shit, because <laughs> <laughs> that pun was intended, I guess, uh, because I hear that the toilet is not draining the way that it's supposed to be. So now I remember. So what'd you do? You reach your hand in and grab it. The next hour or so is I, I don't I'm trying to black it 
out of my mind. Like just get it out of my uh, out of my memory. But it it amounts to you know, the reason that my my daughter was worried about my dad's reaction is the same reason I'm worried, worried about my dad's reaction is because my dad's reaction to anything that might happen in the house is to overreact. So I am then trying to go downstairs, go into the room uh, where the, the, the sort of mechanical room where the dryer and washer are and all the tools are. And I'm trying little by little to like bring stuff up to try and figure this out. Then I'm looking for a, a, like a solo cup or something to drain the poo-poo toilet? The toilet, yeah. And then I'm looking for a rubber glove, and it's just nothing I'm doing is working. Um, I'm plen- and, and eventually I go down, and, and I try to, on the sly, talk to my mother about it. Um, but my mom has just gotten out of the shower. She's nice and clean, and I'm like, I don't want mom to come up, so I'm trying to minimize what is going on. But eventually, my mother, who's always trying to help everybody, comes upstairs. She's just taken a fucking shower, and now she's trying to... I'm like... To get the poo-poo toilet. Now, I had cleaned cleaned the bulk of the poop out at this point, but it was still gross. Did the poop and the deodorant kind of, like, cancel each other out, and so it was just water? No, no. The water was was gross. I I had done my best, but there was... You know, anyway. So it wasn't, like, in dogma when... Kevin Smith sprays deodorant on the poo monster. <laughs> on the poo monster, and it makes it go away. No, no. Um, so eventually, we just decided we got to call. Um, we would have got to call a plumber, and of course, my dad, you know, wants us to try a local person that he knows. He had a recommendation. It's Sunday of a three-day weekend. Blame it on the drain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I get it right? That's that's a Weird Al song. I know, but I'm, I, it can go in the description. It won't and, be the it won't be the title. But. And our, our, our friends Mark and Aaron have a junkyard pinball machine that they they, oh. they change the audio package to be Weird Al songs. <laughs> so one of the two things that happens when you drain the ball is like, blame it, it on the drain. And the other ones like the uh, the end of or well, uh, the, I lost on Jeopardy. So, oh, okay. <laughs> well, you lost, <laughs> and let me tell you what you didn't win. <laughs> Um, so we, we, we try calling the, uh, the regular plumber, uh, no dice. So, uh, call Roto Rooter and they're supposed to be there, you know, soon. And you should have called Empire Carpet today. (laughs) Uh, they're supposed to be there soon, but it takes a while. And eventually guy does show up. Um, and he is, you know, he gives me two different prices. He's like, we're going to try one thing first. Um, and it's this many hundred dollars, and uh, if that doesn't work, we'll try this other thing. Uh, and it's this many hundred dollars. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, that is a fucking crap ton of money. Yeah, uh, poop ton. <laughs> a hu- cubic, like, bunch of feces ton of doo-doo monies. Um, but he says, no, I, I'm not going to add it together. It, Whichever one, if the first one doesn't work, you're just going to get charged the second one, which is still a lot of money. Um, but at least it's not both. Yeah. Um, so I'm so, assuming that's what happens. Yeah, that's what happened. And he uh, he basically has to take the entire toilet apart because his little grabber thingy can't get it. And we're both sitting there going, like, how the fuck did... This must have landed in there perfectly. Because it's, like, it's a full stick of fucking deodorant. It's a hard... Pl- like, how did it go down as far as it did? So Because your poo-poo pushed it down. That's I what happened, so. Chris. So when he finally... Um, gets it. He's basically got the tank is off the toilet. He's got the bottom part of the toilet, and he is inverting it in our 
shower, basically, because that's the only place he has to do the work. He's just like shaking it up. Um, and yeah, yeah he, he shakes it upside down. And then next, I'm trying sitting, to get that last pickle out of the jar. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting right in the chair, neck, basically right, you know, right across the way. And I hear plunk. And he goes, oh boy. He goes, there it is. Now, from my vantage point, I can't. Now you don't have to buy a new deodorant. <laughs> I, from my vantage point, I can't see it, but you know, I'm just, I'm too curious to let it go. So I, I say, you mind if I see it? And, and I couldn't see the expression on his face, but I'm sure it was like, you don't want to see this. And so I look over and sure enough, I did not want to see that. It's, it's exactly what you might imagine. It's a thing of deodorant covered in my shit, um, <laughs> sitting there in my shower, um, now this is where it, you know it comes back around to the. the you, you flushed it again. Is no, what you're no, no. It comes back around to the the sick uh, part. Is he goes? He, you know he he reassembles everything and then put he a comes, nice wax seal on there. I hope. Yeah, he uh, he you know does goes like above and beyond. And one of the ways in which he went above and beyond is he came back in with I don't know like as much cleaner as a maid would come in there with. And that's not his primary. His job is to fix fucking toilets, but. He had noticed that Melody, who was sitting in the other chair, was still coughing. Um, and he, he's like, I noticed your daughter was sick, so I want to make sure we, we cleaned all that up. So uh, he did a, did a bang-up job of, of cleaning up. And we still scrubbed the thing like like mad afterwards. Um, but, uh, yeah. So we rearranged the bathroom, um, which, you know, given how much crap... <laughs> see some of them i'm intending and some of them i'm not uh given how stuff much, is, is, given how much stuff was sitting in the basket above the toilet i'm surprised this didn't happen before now well i mean um, it's it's better to have it uh have happen with with a stick of deodorant and not something smaller that would have gone down the drain right yes because that's the part that my dad would have been upset and worried about is you know there's a grinder pump at the very end you know in our how the fuck does it work? I guess we still have a septic tank, but it goes out to the sewer or some damn thing. There's a grinder pump. And if something small enough to get down all the way, but problematic. Solid like, enough yeah. to fuck up the fuck grinder up the pump, pump. That would have been, that would have been a whole Does other. it grind poopoos? I, 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 I guess it. <laughs> Can we call the episode grind poopoos? <laughs> no. It made me think of no. that, that, <laughs> that outcast song. Uh, Grand. No, we're not. We're not yeah. singing that song. Again. No, 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 no. But I was thinking, is that a lot? Is Steve referencing that song when you said "grind poo poo"? And I was like, no, no. Anyway, uh, long story short, too late. Uh, our toilet is back to normal. Um, I, I did. Uh, you know, a number of people have gone to the bathroom, and nothing has. A number of people. A number of people have number twoed, and, and, and every, nothing's gone wrong yet. Everything's. Uh, everything's great. In fact, it's. It's it's taking those poops and flushing them down better than ever. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was a little bit louder. I gotta say, um, with the with the. Um, I mean, everyone appreciates a loud toilet, especially it, it, I, in the middle of the or, night. Or it's it, no no no. This this morning um, or this afternoon when I got up to 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 uh, to shit and shower, uh, it was it was. It felt, At it least you didn't shit in the powerful. shower. No, I did not. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I mean, I know I scrubbed it, I scrubbed it, I scrubbed it, but there was shit in my shower for about 15 minutes yesterday. Like, I just, it, 
No matter how much you wipe, Chris, if you if you clean your butthole, there's going to be a. That's... I know, I know, I know, I know. I just I don't want to. I don't want to think about it. But we only have like th- we have we have like less than uh, thirteen minutes left, and 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 uh, we were going to talk about my my vacation, but I I mean you don't want to like cram it in. No, I mean I... to the toilet or <laughs> cram, cram it into the show like you would a de- deodorant stick and a ch- turd into or your like toilet. Your roommate tr- cr- tried to cram it in where. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I can talk a little. Maybe I can. Maybe I can set it up. Uh, and, and did you and talk about the traveling time. part about it? Maybe we can talk about that part. There we go. I'll talk about the traveling part, and and uh, and then maybe we'll pick it up next time. Yeah. Of you arriving in, in like the in, swamp in Florida. Yes. Uh, which has not been drained. Of course not. <laughs> in fact, they've put more delicious swamp uh, goo in there. Um, it, it, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, no, so we, uh, we went to Disney World, right? This was a, th- a thing you and I have been talking about. Um, and this started on, um, day after Christmas. And so. Is that where the kids got strep? I, that's, it's hard to say, cause I don't know how long it takes strep to incubate, right? Um, I don't think it takes long. Okay, so no, it wouldn't have been on vacation. Because if it's we, like a bacterial we, infection, like that, that, that could pretty much happen immediately. Yeah. Well, so we were, we were on vacation from the twenty sixth through the second, uh, and we're home very early in the morning on the on the third or late at night, depending on your perspective. Um, I could talk about the time I got strep last. Oh, you could. Well, so let, we don't let, have to talk about traveling, and then we could just devote next week's okay. episode well, to I, Disney. I, yeah, no, no. So all I was going to say is we. Um, uh, so we were back on the third, and neither of them got the strep until the eleventh, uh, twelfth. So it had to have been uh, somewhere in the, the week back at school. It would be would be my guess. Yeah. So well, Melody got it from. Kaylee. So Kaylee picked it up somewhere at school, and then Melody just got it. What are these kids? Proximity like, to her just sister, like eating similar things to other <laughs> kids. Like I don't know. Kids are dirty. They're filthy. Yeah. They're, they're disgusting little animals. Um, I mean, at their age, I was washing. Well, you know, I have OCD. So <laughs> <laughs> diagnosed, or you just think I, 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 every, every year. I that goes by. I think I think about. that I actually do. Okay. Like not like totally undiagnosed, but right. like the it's it's to a point where yeah no, that that it's not like mm, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> like because like the last time I I talked to a therapist, she was she was found it very odd that like certain things that I do every day like <laughs> right right like when I leave the house mm-hmm. usually um. Becky will uh, Becky hug and then I'll, I'll leave and then she'll be standing at the door and I yeah. will always ring the doorbell and then as the door is shutting she will go no <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> like one of the things that the, that the therapist was saying is like you should stop doing that to see if it to, to so your mind knows that it, it won't ruin your day if that doesn't happen right and i yeah. think i d- didn't do it once and it was fine but i'm like i don't i don't like not doing it yeah. <laughs> and and uh, yeah um 
I mean, I'm, I'm. And so like on days where like she'll, she's working from home, like she'll right. still sleep in. And, yeah. and so I, you know, th- those are days where I won't ring the doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is nice of you. At yeah. Least. Yeah. Well, you're going to tell me about the time you got strep. Uh, I think the last, well, like I got sick, like around the time when we moved into the house about two and a half years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and I thought it was strep or, or something along the lines, but like it, it wasn't, but they still gave me antibiotics and I was like, that was the last time I had an antibiotic. But, right. Uh, but the last time I got like official strep was mm-hmm. I think 2000 even. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, you know, I took the antibiotic and then I was feeling better. And, yeah. you know, like it was back when I was smoking cigarettes. So <laughs> uh, right when right when I was done, the antibiotics, like it just I started feeling crappy again. And then, mm. you know, it was like most of a summer of me feeling like shit. Right. And I was working in a warehouse at the time. So it was yeah. like going doing crazy work and I was feeling bad. And then, you know, by the time. Uh, my birthday rolled around. I, I finally went to the doctors. Like, yeah. I, 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 like I think when I got my antibiotics, I think I'd just gone to like you know some free clinic or something okay, like that. Right, right. Um, and then, yeah. So I finally go to the doctors to get checked out, and he's like, "Yeah, sorry, but you have mono." <laughs> <laughs> that, I hate. To, I'm sorry to laugh, but that's fucking. How does that happen? You get strep and then you recover from strep and you get mono. That- well, I, it, it might not have been strep. It might have been, oh, okay. been mono the whole time. mono the whole time. And so if I had just not done a bunch of fucking heavy lifting all summer right. uh, and, and and relaxed I, at that point yeah. or been diagnosed at that point, mm-hmm. I probably would have gotten better a lot sooner. And now I can't remember, is mono a virus or mono is bacteria? It is a, it's the Epstein-Barr virus. Oh, so like you, there's nothing you can do when you got mono. The antibacterial is not going to do shit. Right. Okay. I mean, it, it, like it, the strep might have like piggybacked on the mono yeah. because or like the, the, the antibiotics did help me feel better. So like the, right. so okay. like, so, but I also should have been resting and not smoking and not doing yeah. crazy heavy lifting. But yeah, this was, uh, I believe August 18th, 2000. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's about was, a year. That's. Uh, a year, uh, half, no, two years. I that's about two years after I had mono. Wow, mm-hmm. I so, got mono over the summer, uh, between junior and senior year. Um, Stephanie was staying at our, uh, um, at one of our housemates' houses, um, over the summer, and that housemate, um, happened to, uh, to get pregnant that summer. Oh boy, uh, by, uh, by accident. Um, and, uh, then all of a sudden they found out I had mono and I was not allowed in, uh, I was not allowed in the house anymore, uh, because she was pregnant and not allowed, uh, to get mono. Well, yeah, I I couldn't be, you know what? Couldn't spend any time with my, with my girlfriend who, you know, we were what, uh, we'd been, you know, it was like between four and six months and it was like, things were going well, but when you're like told, uh, yeah, you, you can't come over here and see her ever. Um, and, uh, so I like sometimes would go up there, I feel like, cause I had the more reliable car and then we'd drive back to my plate, like go up to Haverhill, pick her You up, had the more back. reliable car? Yeah. If you can fucking believe it. Um, I mean, it was, it was a few months after that, that my you had car, a, like, was it the same car you had in yes. high school? So like my car died on the way to picking up, dropping off her car at the, um, uh, at the mechanic later that summer. So, uh, it was, 
<laughs> I had the more reliable car, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were going to say, you were going to explain to the listener, so, uh, um, listeners uh, about my car. Well, yeah, Chris's car from, like, I remember hitching many a ride from mm. you in, yep. in, 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 uh, in late 1995, right. your last year of Chelmsford High. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was a piece of shit back then. <laughs> it was. And this was, this was what, uh, three, four, four years four, later? Three, four years later, yeah. Yep. I mean, my, it, so it was an 87 Ford Tempo. Uh, I don't know if my parents bought it, it was new like, off gray? the lot. Yeah, it's gray. Um, I don't know if they bought it new off the lot, but if they didn't, they bought it fairly like close to when it was brand new. Uh, and my mom was uh, uh, an, an assistant manager at Caldor Department Store at the I time. Have, that's one of my newer t-shirts that I got for Christmas was my Caldor one. <laughs> you got a Caldor one? Yeah, um, uh, were my were my mom and your mom were co-workers there? No. No, no. My, uh, I know your you, mom You were co-workers with my mother. I know that, but I, I was wondering if they... No, it, it was always that she was at the, uh, your mom was at the grocery store. Your, um, your mom and my dad went to high school together. I know that. Um, so at any rate, so my, uh, my mom worked at Caldor and she worked her way up to assistant manager. She was the assistant manager they sent to stores that were fucking up because she would whip them into shape. Um, and so, so that she meant- was the Steve of the WDJM <laughs> to get rid of bills. <laughs> Yes. And so anyway, so she had that 87 Ford Tempo and she was driving from Chelmsford to get local for you to Saugus. Oh, God. Um, which is a hell of a haul. Uh, a couple different uh, locations over time. But she had put a lot of fucking miles on that by the time they gave it to me in um, spring, summer in 94. So like right after I had my license, my mom got a new car and I got the... Um, the, the tempo and yeah that thing broke down so many times in so many different ways and they kept putting money into it and i think my dad at a certain point was tallying how much money i owed him for the uh for the car because of course um well because he wanted he wanted to be fair to john to my brother um uh and uh eventually that um that senior year of college uh, it broke down, and I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I think I didn't have it the first couple of weeks of senior year of college, and we were relying just on Steph's car. And then I had it for most of senior year, and then towards the end of senior year, it died for the last time. So that when I graduated and I came home, there was no car for me to drive, and I needed. I had no job. <laughs> I had to in 2000 John was still around yeah um, but well I graduated in 99 from oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah sorry yeah so yeah so summer 99 starts and I have no car and no job and no car to get to interviews it was it was a fucking shit show and then the car I did get was off of a um off of a lot uh somewhere in not in Acton Littleton headed more west along 119 somewhere uh anyway it was it was terrible uh, the speedometer didn't work yeah I, I had one of those yeah uh but the 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 date is is very important mm. august 18th 2000 oh right for the for, for, uh, for my mono, mono diagnosis mm-hmm. because uh two days later mm-hmm. i turned 21 oh wait where's this going when you have mono, uh-huh. you're not supposed to drink alcohol. Oh, motherfucker. Did you? 
I had one beer on like Rob took me to see Jackie the Joke Man at the um, at the Cape Cod Melody Tent. It would be great if I could do math. I should have realized that's where that story was going. Because I turned 40 this past year. And so I will be 41 this year. So 20 years ago. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I, I, uh, I got mono right before I turned 21 and I had one beer at the Hong Kong, um, <laughs> after the Jackie show. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, no, I didn't have anything for a little while after that. And then when I, like, um, uh, my mother, uh, was working part-time at, a, uh, at the Drumhill Liquors. Okay. Um, at that time. And like, so when I was feeling better, she took yeah. me to, um, the Red Hook Brewery up in, uh, Portsmouth, New oh, Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And I was sitting with a bunch of guys that, like they, they went on the, cause the, the liquor store goes on little field trips up to the uh, local, okay. local breweries. Yeah. See if they want to get a bunch of the stuff at their store. Right. So they went on this particular one to, to the Red Hook one. And I came along and, yeah. and I am sitting there trying to keep up with drinking <laughs> from people who run a liquor store <laughs> and me having you know just gotten over mono right and so i i was subsequently sick very early on <laughs> before we even went on the tour oh no Steve. Like we were just i got i drank so much at lunch <laughs> that i got sick during the tour i didn't even have a sample of i, I had i had i had, had them all who I didn't you, need you'd already had your i didn't samples. need the samples but like i didn't even get a sample on the tour i was just like I, I i was doing the uh uh i i you know it was it was funny back in the day right even though he's a piece of shit that that, that put it shit in people's drinks and mm. and, and drug mm. them and and, and rape them but right but Bill Cosby, you know, had the, the the bit on Bill Cosby himself where you're like sitting like after being sick in the toilet and putting yeah. your head up against the porcelain because it's nice and cool. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> uh, at least it wasn't the porcelain in my toilet yesterday. Oh, I should just stop it there. I thought you were going to.